0: Part of blindsidepods.com
1: yeah. with your like Skeletor your bad breath head Well I'm I like the dead. Chilling at the beach, down at You look
0: like skeletor and your shaved fucking head.
1: Welcome. To a superfan roundtable on the week's events in the world of Kirk Menahan. This is the
0: Menahan Show. 24 days remain for Entercom to provide Kirk Menahan a live show in a network. Are we any closer? What is worth talking about? Hey, I'm DEC and MHB is here with us. What's going on? I
1: thought it was 25 days left. We're at 24 It'll be 24 already? when people listen to this. That's right. So tomorrow, 24 days left. Someone needs to make that into into like a song, like the the 24 days of Kirkmas. Where did you find that, Mike D? By the way, that's like that's old school. That's um that's Mark with the C James level rap right there. That's Beastie Boys from Paul's Boutique, one of my favorite Beastie Boys albums. Oh man, I had I'm, it in my head this whole time when we're talking about Mike D. It's a good find on your part. You know, I'm not a, uh, I'm not, a, I'm not a guy that grew up listening to the Beastie Boys, but I can appreciate uh, a little subtle jab. I grew up in
0: Wilbraham, Massachusetts, and although Mark James feels. He started rap music in Western Mass, I can promise you. Everybody in my apartment complex we were living in was listening to the Beastie Boys.
1: Because they were white guys who rapped. The, the 80s kids, were they were big into the Beastie Boys back then.
0: And Tone Loke and the Fat Boys.
1: 24 days left, the 24th day of Kirkmas, Zambrano gave to me two thumbs of swiping, six place in ratings, two activists listening, uh, and Radio.com Big Time Sports Baby. That's, that's going to be our jingle with Mike D, who, by the way... Listen, guys, I am very disappointed. Only 50? I asked for 100. One hundred. one zero zero mentions on that dope Mike Z. We're going to talk about in this podcast how you can contact that Tyrannosaurus idiot. President of multiple failed teams. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, the 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 Padres, the Padres. The, this is this is all you need to know about this guy's leadership is that he used to run a sports team, the Padres, that lost their handle because they changed their handle on Mother's Day to Madres, and some dumbass goes <laughs> on there and, and 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 snags up at Padres, and they lose their Twitter handle. They had to like somehow they they had to like call Twitter and they had to steal it away from this kid. But that, this is this is the the level of leadership that we're dealing with somebody like Mike D, the director of sports. Because I, because hired, that's a real position. They hired a guy who was a
0: business guy. He was a business guy. He was Sam Kennedy before he was Sam Kennedy. He attached his tongue right between Larry Laquino's cheeks mm-hmm. and was hauled up to Boston. Just
1: mm-hmm.
0: And that's how he got his start. So he was doing that. He was leading the basically the business side of the company. He went back to San Diego. Went to no, he went to Miami and then he went back to San Diego or vice versa no radio experience whatsoever which tells us a lot about entercom well that's right their focus is placating
1: sports teams they're looking for a point of differentiation and you know what is really fascinating if you heard there's a great podcast one of my actually favorite podcasts you can't find it anywhere it's not on any of the major podcast platforms but there's a podcast on an obscure website called inside radio give you guys a little hint they 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 talk about inside radio on the inside radio podcast and they had this dope mike d the dumbass on there and he's talking about how radio.com sports is a point of differentiation because they're going to be so different than the sports talk that they do on all their other fucking radio stations guys guys i've got a great idea i know that we only talk about sports and our most successful stations talk about sports but i have an idea let's differentiate ourselves by talking about sports but with worse shows I think that that could really work. What with the home speakers and all, guys. There's something called I think it's called Alexa or, or Alexa, and and you can say you can you can tell it to shut up. My Alexa's actually going to be fucking listening. Alexa, shut the fuck up. Thank you, Alexa. You can actually listen to smart speakers, and and this is actually a brand new occurrence. I liked um, it better when he called them the home speakers. Is as <laughs> though he, as those speakers are, are something brand new. Oh hey hey, David Field. What is this internet thing? I know there's this there's this newfangled technology. I think it's called gum mail. I I mean, this is never going to, I just don't see it. I don't see it. I think that the traditional, physical, brick and mortar, U.S. Postal Service, some things are just built into the framework of this country. And and this whole- Now that there's Google Home and Alexa, you can ask,
0: please play Big Time Baseball, and you'll get Big Time Baseball with insiders from Radio.com who will make appearances on all 35 intercom stations with an opportunity to talk about their web-based programming.
1: Let, let's try it. Let's try it. Alexa, play Big Time Baseball. Big Time by Face Vocal Band on Amazon Music. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I realize- <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, baby! There you have it. Your smart speakers are working smashingly. They're very smart. D. They won't let you play that
0: garbage. Let's see. Let's see. We've got big time cricket, big time lacrosse, big time baseball, big time basketball. We have a yet unnamed football program coming in the fall. I
1: wonder I wonder what that's going to be named. I think they're going to come up with something really, really creative for that one. Yeah, I think
0: they I think uh, Mike D has some time booked with the William Morris agency to, to
1: sit there and wring their hands over what are we going to call this thing? It took some of the greatest creative minds in the history of literature and the arts to come up with big time. I mean, they actually exhumed David Foster Wallace and did a seance and had him come up with the names for these new shows that they're doing. They take their content creation very, very seriously. I I
0: will tell you what they also take seriously is the
1: Cover art that they do for their podcast. Oh my they god! They spent countless seconds putting that together. At least tens, if not hundreds, of seconds coming up with that. To the point that somebody who is just a novice at graphic design and art could never come up with something that is a hundred percent exactly identical in quality to what they've come up with. It, that would be that would be impossible. That'd be just a la- it would just be it'd be it'd be almost laughable if that could happen. It, it, but the thing about Mike D is, in, in addition to being very serious about Kirk Menahan and sport. And radio.com. I think they're also serious about feedback. If you guys noticed today, Kirk retweeted Mike D uh, on his first day. Oh, day one, the memories. Day one, an intercom, my big The new intercom. Right, the brand new Entercom. Same as the old one,
0: but it's new. Same as the old. It's it's the new Entercom. It's like the old one, but with about
1: half a billion dollars of debt we inherited. Hey, no, I think the CBS Sports merger was one of the best business decisions that anyone could ever make. I can't imagine why absorbing... Let's, let's do a timeout.
0: Let's do a timeout for a second. Yeah. CBS wanted to get rid of CBS radio because it was a drag on the bottom line. They had something like $460 million worth of debt. They were just going to spin it off because nobody wanted it. Just spin it off, take all the debt from CBS, put it in there, this is what corporations sometimes do with a spinoff they use it as an opportunity to get rid of their debt it mm. wasn't like they had a buyer
1: so entercom is bidding against itself
0: to pick up this piece of shit
1: <laughs> and then they get like they get Beasley media or like I, the, the sports hub became part of it and then they decided to jettison that I, that I'll never understand that how they had to like lose they had to like divest a portion of that the entire thing but I mean if you look at entercom stock prices they are they're right down there at the bottom with 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 mutton Callahan's ratings at that point mutton Callahan and that that Judas Jerry Callahan who unfollowed me on Twitter and hey, now is hey, hey 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 he's my pal now I know he's your pal now if you guys uh, missed it His maggot Jerry uh, Jerry apparently <laughs> little Gerard Callahan typical tough guy Jerry that he he can dish it out all day long he can call Liz Warren Pocahontas and he can he can say little s- snowflakes he's, he's maggots but but uh, guess what a little teeny 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 tiny bit of, co- of criticism from from the mean old man Mark. Han- in his balls and and I said fuck you Jerry and you know what Jerry did oh shut up he unfollowed me (gasps) what am I gonna do Jerry Callahan doesn't want to listen he's not gonna like my tweets anymore not that he's where is he gonna find all of his content for his shows now. How is that possible? Because I know if, if you guys listen, if any of you listeners out there are brave enough that you still listen to that garbage, they actually stole, if you listen to Trash Talk, Mike and I on Trash Talk talked about, uh, and, and, and DEC, you were with us that day. We talked about the Christmas tree yep. shops and about how there were shark attacks in Cape Cod and the Christmas tree shops were now by activists, by by Shred, bro, Shred, Shred the the surfer, said that we need to get rid of these really, really offensive, uh shark handbags and t-shirts well you should start casting aspersions
0: when we can figure out who the person was who was listening who stole that oh i have
1: set the dialogue for the city thank you yes in fact i know on good authority that curtis has had interns in the past and told them that your job is to listen to x y like felger for instance your job is to listen to the hub and to take note of anything that is noteworthy so martin Clearly, good, yeah. Good good morning, Chris. You, you, good morning, you, you, you toad. Uh, clearly, Cur, uh, Curtis has somebody that are, is listening, or he is listening. I'm sure he's. Hey, hey, Curtis. Hey, hey, Curtis. How you doing? How you, I, good, I, I don't think this is good radio right now. We're doing. The- good morning, Curtis. Hey, also, hey, hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. We got a lot of real uh, uh, uptick in listeners since my rant. So, uh, hey, Bobby. Hope that hope you're, hope all is well there. Hope everything's going good. But we clearly have somebody listening because two days later from the time that Mike and I talk about the Christmas tree shop pulling it guess what appears on headlines same exact thing and at least the least they could have done is given their former intern Tim Dunn some props because he's the guy that broke the story they didn't even they didn't even attribute it to him (laughs) So, nice job stealing our content. I think that would have been a dead giveaway, though, seeing as Tim Dunn, uh, his story, I mean, they're a small time outlet, I guess, the Cape Cod, uh, like, the, is it Cape Cod Times? Is that what it is? is I, I want to get it right. I guess they're a small time outlet, so I guess that, you know, so he's, he actually sent it to me, and I thought it was a good story, so we gave him a little bit of pub. The least that you could do, seeing as I think Mutton Callahan maybe has 1.2 times as many listeners as we have right now. If we're, average, if we're averaging 40,000 listeners a month, I think that they're probably, they're probably maybe, what, 45, I think, right now.
0: Maybe it, you should think about this differently. We gave them an opportunity to do something better. Yeah, they would have really sucked if they didn't have our content, which by the way I don't have a problem with Jerry now that he follows me. Of course Jerry and I are friends That's right
1: must lick the nuts of Jerry Callahan if Jerry My name had is a better drunk Eric Curtis
0: look if, if Jerry had a better co-host the show would be better He's oh. I, I think I nailed it when I said are that. you not
1: tired of hearing alcohol and horse racing jokes and bestiality punchlines Is that not funny anymore?
0: Oh, it's great if I'm 85 <laughs> <laughs> Bestiality is
1: great when you're 85. Let us a third man in on a two-man show. Well, that's true. I like that true. line. The point is that the show, and I can tell uh, if you listen to that hour that I told you to listen to. DEC, now, now I listened to hour four where they went back oh, to a certain topic. They it was bad.
0: It. I, I was doing yeah. something else at work so I could kill time, but it was bad. There was, was other
1: things I could listen it to. It was bad, but clearly Jerry, uh, who, by the way, Jerry, open invite if you want to appear on the Minifan show. I know that it would, it may, I know it might help you out in your career a little bit, Jerry. I know that you want to save face. I know you're very, very sensitive about the Twitter backlash to the point that you're unfollowing people. That have done nothing but support you. To the people that you're privately messaging, saying, "Hey, great article." MHB uh, unfollow because you give me a little jab. Uh, y- yeah, th- he's very, very sensitive. To this, and he, I open an invite, come on the Minifan show, save face, talk it out, defend yourself. What? A, what a brilliant idea. The the Entercom, and we're gonna get into this. Entercom treats this shit like it's fucking Fort Knox. Like it'd be easier <laughs> for me. It would be easier. I swear to God, it would be easier for me to get a comment about um the, uh, Donald Trump. Tax returns from Sarah Huckabee Sanders than it would be to actually get anyone in that fucking building to talk about Kirk Menahan or address the ultimatum or any of the shit that's going on. It really is baffling. It's maddening the point of obfuscation it makes and,
0: it worse. And it if also they would shows just talk the,
1: about it the level of self-importance that they think that oh, we're just going to ignore the noise. What do what you? What do you? Tom Brady? What do you? Bill Belichick over there? Ignore the noise? No, this is such ma- a pussy move. What are you on tonight? You
0: you're, you're you're very worked up. Math, Adderall. So I, I, I didn't even think about this weed, that it would uh, cough syrup. It would no, I don't <laughs> think the cough syrup does that. I have experience with that
1: type of uh, that type of opioid. It Low does scissor? the opposite. What? Scissorp. It's what little, little John drinks. See, I don't get I your Beastie Boys. I have no idea I, that. Don't, I don't know your Beastie Boys references, but you don't get my Little John Scissor references. I think it's one thing not to know who Paul
0: Lind and Charles Nelson Riley is. It is befuddling to me that somebody would not know the Beastie Boys, especially Paul's Boutique, <sighs> which might be their best album. All right, wh- whatever. Brilliant. God, it makes me feel old. Yeah, well, I think it, I never really thought of this, but why wouldn't they talk about the fact that Kerky went on a rant? He's not coming in. But, well, exactly. You know what's going to happen?
1: And people would tune in because they they have this view, this, this the, the the varsity quarterback Curtis view of that that we're going to be above all of this, that we are not going to address it because somehow that's us moving on. Do They're you also butthurt that Kirk and well, I gonna, don't think it's them. We to get into Joey Z here, but I think that it could come from Joey Z. It could come from Hannon. This is the problem with places like this, though. From all accounts, Hannon is not a bad guy, but then you know, I hear today that that Hannon has actually has programming decisions about who comes in and who doesn't come in, and and things like that. And, no, of and, and, course, he does. Any general manager does now. But the the, the, the fact of the matter is is that the, the, this station is 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 floundering in the ratings. But they've got a great idea. Did you hear about their great idea to to get the ratings back? No, tell me a little bit more about this. Wiggy versus Bradford. Live stream with Mutt and Keith on the live call. Did you, did you hear that? Did you see this? No, heard I, this? I
0: heard that, and what a poor execution.
1: I Poor. did listen to that on the hour that I had to listen to, and it was brutal. Brutal. Br- well, I mean, Rob is... It, 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 was, it was like watching, you know... Uh, it was like the point where you can beat your dad in basketball, and then it just gets, like, ugly at that point. Like, there's a certain point where it turns. And and once Wiggy manhandled him, it was all... I will give Wiggy props for this, though. Um, Wiggy is willing to make people uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and he, he seems to like it. And I think that to be successful... In radio, you have to be willing to make the people around you sweat just a little bit. And I I like that
0: for Wiggy at first. And more more of it was like when you see your ex-girlfriend around with a new guy, it's like, I don't like that guy. And it was more because they had moved on from Kirk. But he seems non-offensive he's trying to do something different he's kind of goofy yeah. I think it would have been a lot better if they maybe put him up against Fourier why don't they why are they not playing off this whole tight end versus tight end uh is that a gay joke come on you're better than
1: that Paul no, oh my goodness you like that tight end there boy <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> a re- Reamer likes that anal tight end. nitrate for the <laughs> win <laughs> But, no, I think that, that Wiggy up against Keith is a good thing. Uh, and, and Wiggy versus Dale is o- uh, honestly great. You need more content like the fight between Wiggy and Dale that I'm, I'm not sure if you heard. than you Then you need, you know, group basketball presented by slip and slides and mutt slides. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with Bradford with anything. He's not
0: interesting. Backstabbing I, Bradford. I tend to agree with nobody likes it when I give Jim Murray props, who I kind of like. But when he talked about that he's Sylvester the Cat, and it's maddening to see that this guy seems to have confidence or some type of arrogance that's completely unwarranted, I tend to agree with him. Bradford?
1: Bradford. Yeah. Oh, clearly. Well, Bradford, Bradford's another one that's just your typical, your, your typical coward, your typical pussy, that uh, he's willing to say to Featherston at the White House uh, that, hey, go, go get him for me. Right, go get, go get, go get the activist for me. Right, but the, but don't, I'm not going to do it myself. No, 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 no. Plausible deniability. Yeah, John,
0: you go get him. You've already you've already put yourself out on the line in Correct. local politics.
1: Lost your show. Mm-hmm. He he's one who's John Featherston, who is who is who, who has more more integrity in his in his fucking pinky than that that exists in that entire building. It, it really is, but it just it, it baffles me a, a fighter. fighter to the point where he's
0: lost things and life has been more difficult and he still goes forward correct and the now they set up
1: balls on him absolutely so support uh, Featherston whatever he's doing hopefully he can get that content out with Kirk when Kirk uh, inevitably gets his own show um, Viva um, anyway um, speaking of the White House there is something I want to talk about um, so as you know we're wh- well, talking about gay conversion therapy yes like Pence Yes, that that, ah. that was a that was a big well Jerry I think sent him some literature on that and, and <laughs> I think it actually changed right. it changed Pence mind a, a little bit I think it, he actually wants to go harder now uh, on it uh, the electroshock therapy is, is pretty good when you put it on the nipples I think Pence likes that a lot he really likes a lot of the like nipple clamps and things of that nature but no it's totally no homo no homo though um, Joe so Joey Z as we know came up to Featherson and asked about me. That's while while he one. had his finger jammed right up his nose, he's a, he's a picker. Well, no, it was a scratch. Let's re- remember that it was just a scratch. Um, <laughs> beyond that, he's got the little duck feet going on there too, little the rubber ducky, rubber ducky. Joey Z, quack 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 quack, quack. Joey Z, the, the Joey Z is
0: very concerned with who you are, and if he finds out re- your real name, and, and then, then He's gonna
1: call my job. <laughs> what am I gonna do? <sighs> oh no! Hey hey hey, John. Hey, we we gotta talk to you an HR. Okay okay, come on over here. Okay, so so we. We got a call from from somebody named Joseph Zambrano who is a program director at a radio station and he's very very mad that you said some mean things about him oh no please please please, please don't fire me no we're going to have to let you go you can see yourself like the guy there the, 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 nobody i'm i'm sorry joey that that's not, not going to happen maybe you he can, wants to hire you again no, the DMs are open, Joey. Hard MHB. I know you like to slide into people's DMs, Joey, but mine are wide open. I know that you like that. Well, maybe you like to force them open a little bit, Joey, but they're wide open for you. Anyway, so Zambrano comes up to Featherston at the White House. In addition to talking about me, he also said this, which is pretty interesting. There's a quote. Zambrano told me at the White House that Kirk lost interest in the subject. You can't make it up. And what is that subject, you might ask? What is that subject, you might ask? Well, they were talking about our friend, The Activist, and about the scrubbed podcast that John Featherston appeared on that 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 episode that we created of enough about me that content that you're only going to get uh, on the Minifan show. We cre- we recreated it with Featherston.
0: I don't think we've talked about that on the air. That that basically was a recreation. That's what we were
1: trying oh, to do. Yeah, I mean, if you listen back to it, uh, you know, we basically asked word for word everything that was asked on that podcast with Kirk. But Zambrano is talking to Featherston and basically says that Kirk lost interest in the subject of the activist. So and, when I have a bunch of questions, when did he lose interest in the activist? So so let me I'll get to that. So I I responded saying, "Wait, wait, what? That's not possible. Is Joey insane? Like that's all Kirk talks about. I mean, that's something that he's he's been he's this is something that he has talked about contributed to his mental health and suicidal thoughts. That's how much he thought about it." So real yeah, he's he's moved on. Yeah, he's, he's moved talked on. talked about from that, that when he came he lost back interest. From the suicidal thoughts, Yeah, that, exactly. That he's got to find a way to get past. Yeah, exactly. So uh so he said, "I know, Um, he joey said when oram mark oram by the way who was the uh inspector for Mm -hmm. the town of ashland sherborne uh he said when oram had a heart attack and then did not follow through on the interview with kirk um kirk lost interest that was the quote like what a slithering snake i mean jesus
0: yeah what is in what is within what what's in it for joey
1: to say this stuff because it, it, it's patently false. Kirk continues covering to talk his about ass, it. or he's just a rat. He's just a snake. He's just a vomit. He's like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Kirk. Kirk talks about the activist contributing to him wanting to kill himself, and he just yep, yep. He just oh, up and moved on there. Classic Zambrano. He's stupid and he's evil. You the know, only ju-
0: thing I can think of is that he's trying to put a rift between or wedge between Featherston.
1: Oh yeah, and Kirk. Oh yeah. Oh, no, he no, he no, actually John.
0: He's not really as much into it
1: as you are and you've put yourself out there correct yeah think about. he's trying to discourage you and he actually asked well he's like he, he, Joey asked apparently like well how often do, do, do you talk to Kirk and then and then uh, I, I guess John was something like Oh, we text once in a while whatever and then Zarbano's like well I thought you guys talked all the time and I guess that at that point that's when he said about the lost interest point but I just want you to know Joey that that your day will come in case you didn't know I found your ratings this morning you know where I found them did you see my tweet this morning you know where I found their ratings this morning, D.E.C.? I found them at the bottom of the trash can at my work when I was pulling out the Tupperware filled with the rice pudding uh, mm-hmm. that my coworker gave me to. I found I found them right under that that, that fermented cottage cheese uh, rice pudding there. I found those mutton-callahan and station ratings. So I, I would
0: go with the Rush Limbaugh comment that you
1: look up and see the gutter. The other thing that we need to get to, uh, well, how, let me ask you. What do you think of is going to happen in 25 days? Do you think what do you think and how do you think that we can get to the point where we make enough noise to to get what we want?
0: Well, it's funny you said that because I've decided to start writing myself and I wrote a couple articles this weekend and I think I kind of talked about it on the Monday article of they should separate for the betterment of both of them because they have different ideas. And that's Correct. fine. Correct. But I think they're just going to try and lock him up as long
1: as they can. Yeah, pray for John Grissom right here. I mean, this fucking guy you you become you become the resident expert. I thought I was the writer here, and and you're fucking phenomenal at it. You're great. You could, and you know what? You can have it because as Jerry would say, <laughs> "Hi, hi Jerry, hi Jerry, how you doing?" As Jerry would say, uh, "Writing is is hard, and actually is writing is hard." So that was hard. The stuff I put together is like stream
0: of consciousness, and then I had to put everything in its right place so I'm happy to do a little bit of writing we have to kind of spread our wings a little bit and try and do a little bit more
1: yeah Um, so what do you think in addition to the writing what do you think that we can do that is working what do you think that we can do that needs to be changed
0: well there's a lot of things that we probably won't know that we were successful with until after the fact we didn't know that the Twitter nonsense that we had back in November was helpful because we didn't hear anything, but that was helpful. Correct. So I would say it's a lot of the old things that we did back in November that we have to start thinking about: tweeting, tweeting at people, reaching
1: out directly to enter Ah, uh-huh. I like the way you think. As and remember, as as Jerry Callahan said, "Hi Jerry, hi Jerry." As Callahan said, um, we were Kirk Minahan's misguided, so I'm, I'm, misguided I'm, <laughs> attack dogs. I'm
0: I'm, I'm gonna be. Preface here, I'm not as down on Jerry as as some people are.
1: You know that I'm sensitive, and he unfollowed me on Twitter. And my follower count means a lot to me there, uh, Jerry. So, hey, you know, feel free. Jerry's a good guy.
0: Kirk is mad. Kirk is mad at him right now, and I'm sure he will get past that. Because Kirk doesn't stay angry, and now that I'm saying that, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a shitstorm from a couple of people.
1: As as I say that, I you know, listen. I follow our our dear leader, and right now Jerry's on the shit list. When 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 uh, when Cobra Commander Kirk Menahan tells me a little bit different, uh, then I will change my tune. Until then, fuck you, Jerry. <laughs> he was so mad he was so mad about it because he listens every week clearly he hears that rant and he unfollows me the next day so what was worse do you think
0: the rant or the YouTube video where we actually have the fuck you over people's faces
1: <laughs> I don't it's know I'm partial to that one I don't know It could be that one Who cares Maybe that's why we've had so, Such an uptick in listeners Is that I, As I said When I tweeted it out This is the, this is gonna piss some people off When they hear that episode I think it was one of our best Yeah it was fun That was funny as hell Oh yeah Um. So you mentioned Calling them directly So guys, I have a phone number for you. Entercom's corporate office. This is public information. Again, this is not anything that's private. This is not anything that you can't find on the internet on Entercom's website. 610-660-5610. 610-660-5610. If you call that number and you press three, you will be greeted with a staff directory, my (laughs) friends. (laughs) Are they (laughs) stupid? Oh, yeah. So, and then and once you do that, if you hit the numbers three, a three, and a three, guess who you get to hear, and guess who you get to call? Mike D., ladies and gentlemen. yee The host of Big Time Sports and the genius behind it. We're going to differentiate ourselves from all that other content out there by doing the same exact thing. Mike, dumbass D. right there, ladies and gentlemen. 3, three Yeah, three. jump right
0: back. Jump right back on the uh, Mr. Clean bottle. That's where you belong.
1: Yeah, Jesus, you can spit shine a hog with the shine on that guy's head. Uh, you can actually call Mike D directly and leave a message for him. I did. I left a nice little voicemail for Mike D. I think I said something to the extent of, I said, I want you to think, Michael, about this voicemail. And I want you to ask yourself, is there another talent at Entercom that you would be having to get voicemails from listeners demanding that you do right by that talent? Just looking for her. Right? Yeah. I even said, I said something. I said, I said, listen, Mike, I want you to think about this. If tomorrow you took a massive dump and decided that because of that, you wanted to cancel big time baseball and big time basketball, which you would be smart to do, do you think a single person on Twitter, or let alone actually on the phone would contact you and reach out to you to say, oh no, where else am I going to get my my, my analysis of the triangle offerings from Brian Scalabrini?
0: He doesn't care. He's using those as a way to funnel people out back into terrestrial radio. And you're so right
1: about that. They're 20 years behind. No, clearly these people are buying Enron stock after the SEC shut them down. Why do you think Mike D was hired? uh because he's a rump swab he's an ass kisser he's somebody that that licks the nuts of sports teams yes he he is they've made a strategy that having
0: as many rights as they can nationally for play-by-play is their path to success even and though
1: you can't stream those things digitally right he's like he's his he's baby his brainchild is digital media well, by the way you, you can't stream any of the games digitally
0: nope but that's why they have him here. They figure, okay, he's an inside guy. He can open those doors for us. He's not a great radio guy. Correct. He's not even a great radio guy. He's not a radio guy. He doesn't no. know anything about this business. No. And they have, a, they have a flawed strategy. He's the so they, they're going to look at that and say, Kirk, who, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean his
1: and and clear, clearly this guy the director of sports it was his bright idea to stick Kirk president over there. President of sports. Pratt's Not right, even director. Uh, president yeah. of sports. President. That's a, think about that. So at a president level you thinking that this guy's making at minimum what 500Gs? Oh, he's got to be making minimum, more than that. At minimum, because he's to walk got away a he He's got to have a million-dollar annual audience. bonus, one point two million annual bonus, and then five hundred k a year. I think probably minimum somebody at his level making something to that extent. Um, so before we go any further, I want to make it really, really clear here: if you're looking for
0: an enemy, if you're looking for the face of why we're in the situation, it's Mike. It's D. it's Mike D. Oh yeah. It, it, before it was like, well, it's a little bit of the activist and a little bit of Sam Kennedy and a little bit of yeah. Shirley Leon. We've we're past he's that. got one we're past person here. It's Mike D.
1: Yeah. If you we want are, to focus on somebody focus on him. Exactly. All the pressure needs to be on Mike D. We're going to talk about somebody else in a second, but but this person it really it's not, you know doesn't seem like it's their call. Um really the true enemy, the person <laughs> that is impeding this from happening is is from what I understand and from what I've been told regarding this situation, Mike D is the enemy here. Mike D is the one uh, that is really uh the, the his baby, his brainchild is this radio.com sports thing sports-centric focus. We're going to use the sports, and we're going to use the digital media to, to, to basically funnel listeners back to our more traditional broadcast terrestrial platforms, right? The thing we just spent millions of dollars on. Corporate bullshit, corporate news speak, that's all this shit is. These people, they it's, it's all sound and fury signifying nothing. They actually have no substance to anything they say. In fact, people, I am convinced that people, when they get to this level in companies, they get there not by what they say, but how little they say they can talk all day long and not say a goddamn thing. And somebody oh, he's, like he is a master at it. That's right. You could literally listen to Mike D for that entire 20 minute podcast that you have to go. I think you have to go on the dark web to get that podcast because it's nowhere. What a, and it also when you listened, DC. It's only speaker. Was that in only one ear? The host was only in one ear for me. And Mike D was in both ears. Did you was that the same with you? Yeah, it was
0: a Morosa special. Even Morosa is not that bad. This
1: is this is a podcast that 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 portends to be a inside radio show show, and they can't even get the fucking audio to the point that it's coming out of both headphones oh, when the bad. host is talking.
0: Unbelievable. Hey, by the way, I'm going to tweet this out a little bit later when I was just, when you were just talking I just looked up Mike D, and one of the first articles that comes up is this headline. Mike D's off-field mistakes are unacceptable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> haven't read it can't wait it involves can't
1: it involves the wait. dolphins in fact i saw when i was looking up uh, his mentions his, uh, his mentions from 2017 when he announced that he was joining intercom Somebody on there said something about how he gained personally. He got personal gain from his time at the Padres. So maybe there's something MHB Investigations needs to start looking into yeah, when it comes really, to Mike D.
0: This is a good question. A guy who is kind of a lifelong front office guy in sporting teams. Why would he leave that to come to do radio? Mm. There's, there's always places that you can land in a front office,
1: I mean the the Henry people. Maybe he was still, betting oh, the on the Latino's games again. Not. In my opinion, <laughs> could be, possibly. Maybe maybe he got the uh, who's that fucker that that was uh, that, that everyone Pete rose. Yeah, Pete Rose. Yeah, the the worst radio topic on the goddamn planet. Is Pete Rose going to get into the Hall of Fame? What's your thoughts? Yes or no? Explain why. No. It, clearly, uh, he could have done something shady behind the scenes, or he is BFFs, and from what I'm told, he could be BFFs with Field, uh, and and he's also close, has a good positive. Relationship with sports teams, which is something that is clearly a priority for Intercom, and David, you know, fuckface field clearly thinks that he that said, is something that's important. He said
0: that Tom Brady on WEEI is appointment
1: radio. Let's be honest.
0: I mean, there's hardcore Patriot fans out there. It does
1: it's, do the highest ratings, though.
0: I don't know how. I would tune. Because everybody's listening
1: for the interview, then they shut it right off after that. I I
0: tune off the Brady interview, and I've missed some of the best Kirk moments when he goes at Brady. Oh,
1: Brady's another one that his he it's is boring. an expert. Brady's another one that he's an expert at Talking a lot, but saying nothing. But, but believe me, Brady's Brady. Br- Br- I think I think D went to but school with Brady for that. That's fine.
0: Professional athletes should be schooled in saying nothing so they don't get in trouble. D says nothing because
1: he has to mask the fact that he's a moron. Correct. This is not a bright person. You're telling me that the brains behind, you know, Brian Scalabrini and big time basketball is, is not a bright person? You you. Uh, the, so get out! Get, out of, get the fuck out of here, D.C. You're full of shit. He's actually a genius. Only a genius can come up with that show. It's not Tim Murphy who's involved? Ew, that's a radio pro move there by D.C. This is not your first time doing this. No. Um, speaking of Tim Moranfi, um, I actually, um, on, the, uh, on the intercom directory, actually typed in uh, Murphy. And <laughs> to my shock and surprise, he answered my call. He picked Why? up the phone. I have no fucking idea. All on right, this so planet. let's talk
0: about. So first of all, you're insane. Why are you doing this during the day? Don't you have a job? I, I would be. I, I got to be honest. I be I would be too scared to do it. I quit. I don't my, think I have the balls to I, do that. I'm homeless, but,
1: Kevin. I quit my job months ago. I don't have a job.
0: All right. So about? you're you're clearly insane.
1: You're going through everybody in the directory and you've landed. Oh, I called Tim everybody. Murphy. I called everybody, and he and Tim Murphy was actually other than the receptionist, uh, who I don't think is an MHB fan. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I called everybody, and and Tim Murphy is the only one. Uh, other than that, res- poor receptionist. There, uh, sorry, it's pretty uh, high up. Yeah, that picked so, up. What? How did that go? What so, was that conversation? So let like? me just explain. It said like press four for Tim Murphy or whatever. So I press I, I, I press it and I'm waiting on the line, and I hear Tim Murphy, and I <laughs> thought it was a voicemail. You know, yeah. like usually like you hear somebody say their name because he said it in such a robotic uh, way. Um, Tim Murphy, and 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 uh, and so I'm waiting to hear the beep, and yeah. he goes hello, and I'm like oh shit, <laughs> so so I'm like hi. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I was taken aback by it. I didn't, th- I didn't think that he was going to pick up his fucking phone. I wasn't prepared. So I said, hey, I-, I didn't actually say that I'm MHB or anything like that. I just said, hey, uh, you know, hey, uh, hey, Tim, I'm, I'm you a-
0: answered the. You should have done it. And he said, hello, Tim Murphy. And you should have said,
1: I want to know are you the man or are you a fucking piece of shit? No good motherfucker. That's exactly how it went. How did you... You know it's illegal. Uh, in Ma- in Massachusetts is a two-party state. It's illegal to actually record a phone call like that. Yeah, well, that one's in Pennsylvania, uh, so... Oh, that's right. different. Is it? Mm, I should have recorded that call. God damn it. I should have recorded that call. I I got, All right, so he said hello, and you said hi. I said hi. I'm a fan. I'm a listener. I wanted to express my support for Kirk Menahan. I wanted to see if you had a few minutes to talk about Radio.com's <laughs> support for Kirk, <laughs> Kirk Menahan. So I asked him if he had a few minutes to talk about Radio.com's support of Kirk Minahan. And he goes, no, no, I don't. And I said oh really it really I just have a just have a couple questions you know for, from everything it seems from what Kirk is saying he's not going to do any content until he's able to get his own show um, and clearly you know seems like Kirk was promised some things and those things didn't come to fruition or they at least haven't come to fruition yet so I just wanted to see you know I just wanted <laughs> to hear from you and I actually said what I said in my my tweet to him you know part of leadership and management is accountability so I, as a listener I, I I want to express my support for him and 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 ask what is going on why why is he being stifled long pause long pause and he goes well we think that kirk is a singular talent that's what he kept saying by the way his phrase he kept coming back to was that he was a singular talent so he goes i'm really busy right what a shocker right as somebody wants to call about kirk menahan and he's busy Uh, And he said that they value Kirk and think he's a singular talent um, and that they wish that he was still creating content. And I said, okay, uh, believe me, we all do. As a listener, I really, really wish Kirk was creating content. But, I mean, Tim, don't forget here why he's not creating content. He's not creating content because he's actively being shelved by Entercom. Um, and I said something to the extent of you've got a guy, you got a Howard Stern level guy broadcasting from a producer's booth at Mix with an idiot producer, right? So, so, you know, how can this guy not feel like he's being railroaded? Um and and then he gives me some corporate bullshit about again well you know Kirk is a, there's there's a lot of there's a lot that goes into putting a show together but Kirk is you know Kirk is a singular talent somebody that somebody that I'm friends with personally and somebody that we support and I said I said I asked him again the same thing that I left on the voicemail for uh for Mike Dumbass D I said well, I said Tim can you think of another talent where you've had to take calls from listeners regarding the company's treatment of that talent. Do you think that, any, do you think that Brian Scalabrini would get that? And he, he said, oh, he's like, he's like believe me, you know, we know that Kirk is special. We know that Kirk is a singular talent. And then he said something interesting. And this is what really pissed me off. He goes, also with Kirk, there are other things that come along with it. And then he basically hurried me off the phone. He's like, but I have to go. I've got another meeting. But that, you know, thank, you for, thank you for expressing your concern. And he hung up.
0: All right, so I want to I want to break this down a little bit because your story tells a lot about how Entercom works. The first thing, the fact that they have a staff directory for Leadership at that level shows that this is a very small time operation.
1: Oh, sure. Well, but they do have one person curiously absent, and that person is David Fields. There's a Sally Fields in the directory, but there's no David Field in the directory. So there's one, there's one person in this big time operation that doesn't have to be accountable to listeners mm-hmm. or people calling in. But you're correct, that is kind of amateur hour. So secondly, the By the fact way, that how long did- do you think that, that staff directory is going to last after this podcast airs? <laughs>
0: No, I think they're stupid enough to leave it up. Yeah, they don't know how to contact the vendor so, to get rid of it. The second thing is the fact that he talked to you as long as he did. Oh, it was a good two minutes. yeah, that's that's first of all, it's way too long for him to do that. That shows so it shows a couple things. there's there's one thing i'm gonna I'm gonna hit on in a moment, but it talks about somebody who's not very savvy.
1: Oh, t- again, Tim seemed he was actually kind of it was actually kind of cool of him to to not hang up on on me in my face. And he did say a couple times that he's friends with Kirk, that he's personally friends with Kirk. But you could also get the sense that clearly there is more going on here that legally he's not allowed to talk about. And it was also just kind of weird that comment like like what does that mean that Kirk is a singular talent? And again, the fact that he said singular talent three or four times tells me that that's something that's been said in meetings. Right. And singular talent can be a good and bad thing. It means that we kind of don't really know how to deal with you because you're kind of a maverick. There's nobody else that does it quite like you. Um, And my thing is, what the fuck does it mean that there are other things that come along with Kirk? Like, like, I'm not sure what that's something that Jerry said. You're not hearing the whole story. I know, but what what is this? You guys are full of shit. They are full of horse shit. What else comes along with it? That he's mean to affiliates? That the court partnerships with the fucking sports teams might not... That guess what? He, that he can call out Tom Brady for an idiotic answer and a non-answer and, and on a big story that anybody else would want to talk about? That that, that is somehow... That, that he can call out Sam Kennedy and the Red Sox for being pandering vomits? That, that, that Or that he's what mean to hypocrites and bullies like the activists or Shirley Lung? like. What the, hey, Tim, Tim, what are those other things? Tell me what they are. What are the other things that makes it a, that makes it a problem for having did Kirk on your roster? Did you tell him who roster?
0: you are? Did you tell him um, this is MHB or did
1: you just No, say no, listening? no. I just said, my name's John. I'm a fan of Kirk. It's interesting that he gave you so much time. Here's well, he my He probably theory. knows who I am. He probably saw that I was calling from a Pennsylvania area code. So I'm assuming that's, that's probably what it was. Well, isn't he in Pennsylvania? Yeah, which is probably why he picked up. I'm assuming if he saw a Massachusetts area code, he wouldn't have. So here's
0: another theory that I have. It sounds to me, based on how he's answering to you, that maybe he's not fully on board with with maybe what he, with Mike. No, that maybe yeah, maybe he's not on board with Mike. Maybe oh, he, pro- might be he might be an ally uh, from what I maybe for all he's I know. somewhat of an ally. That from the fact that he was talking so long, there's a lot of times he was speaking about,
1: highly of Kirk. It's just the the only thing that bugged me was the was that's the other not the things. Thing.
0: That's not the thing. Yes, he's talking highly of Kirk, but he's talking a long time. Sometimes when you're like spinning a lie or trying to give a message
1: that you don't agree with, you over talk it. Yeah. And he was using a lot of a uh, um, of lot of we language, you know, how corporate types will, will do that. They'll say, you know, well, we really feel or we really support. They do that to kind of pass the buck and not have any, you know, personal responsibility for it. But then I think he- if Mr. Clean picked up the phone, he would have just hung up on you. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's not a chance in hell. Actually, it doesn't even ring. It goes right to Mr. Clean's voicemail there. Um, Real, real accountable to the listeners. Um, And, you know, I I did say to him, like, listen, I just want you guys to know that there's a large group of us that care and that are going to continue to support Kirk. So, you know, regardless, we will follow him, but we won't follow you is what I said. And then at that point that he's like, well, we appreciate the feedback. And that's when he ended the call.
0: Yeah, I, w- I would say, I'll, well, I'll find out. I'll clearly find out if I'm wrong with my theory on Tim Murphy being a dick. He could be. But something tells me maybe he is more sympathetic than we might think. I, well, I, I again, don't know what that means. I don't know if he has the power. But just the fact that he talked to you so long tends to make me feel he was trying to dig himself out of a hole.
1: I agree. It could be that. It, you know, and from what I know, it seemed like Kirk had a big meeting, you know, or at least he was supposed to have a meeting he had a lunch meeting with somebody, and I'm thinking that it could have been with with uh, Murphy. And that after that, he was very, very excited about the show going live. And then I guess at some point, he, he was told that, well, your show's going to go live just with Radio.com Sports, and it's going to be live to tape, and guess what? Uh, Mike D's going to have to listen to it uh, and give his st- his seal of approval uh, before it actually goes out, or not, maybe not Mike D. I don't know who would listen to it. It probably would be... Uh, mose mark carson Mosdies or jeff uh you know uh, what's his name jeff salatosis or whatever um is gonna have to give their seal of approval could be um and once he found out that i think he probably was like well this is bullshit. We're right back where we were before from what i've been told by all accounts tim is not he's not a dick he's not the enemy here um Tim. It's just, This is just a gut feeling, the fact that he talks so long and knowing human nature, that sometimes
0: people over-talk when they're trying to spin something they don't agree with.
1: Yeah, and, and it could very well be that. So, you know, I, I'm not going to point my gun turrets at uh, at, at Tim Murphy. I have some rather.
0: concern about that Dawson Creek's uh lookalike motherfucker, J.D. Crowley. Who
1: <laughs> He's got some lettuce, man. He's got that flow going there. Yeah. J.D. Crowley. JD Dizzle. Fake i guarantee that's a dr robert leonard special which by Here. the way this episode is brought to you by dr robert leonard dr uh, kaplansky and uh who else mr clean wow you're you've won
0: you're 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 totally out of your mind second of all i'm so grateful that you're out of your mind because i never would have done something like that it, it's great to react to it but i think we found out some stuff
1: yeah i think we found out some stuff i think there's so, there's something there uh i you know i again the sense i got Tim didn't seem like a bad dude, but again, I don't, I know nothing. Again, we could be wrong. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out if we're totally wrong we'll, about this. We'll find out, but 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 from what everything that I know, and and guys, if you look at Kirk's retweet today, he he won he wasn't retweeting Tim Murphy. He was retweeting Mike D. <laughs> So I would say that that's all the uh, the indication that you guys need to know who is the real enemy. Yeah,
0: here. this is this is actually a good thing because we were diffused back in November. We know exactly where to point all of our energy to.
1: Because in November it was there was the, the globe and the activists and there was uh, Joey and Hannon, this, uh, Joey and Hannon, Sam Kennedy, and Red Jerry Sox. and Mud. Yeah, exactly. This per- different people. Th- we you know who it is. We, it, it, Kirk is a singular talent. Well, we need to have a singular focus, and that is we need to. I, guys, I, I wanted a hundred today right now it's up to like 54 by by the time that this show drops tomorrow morning i want a hundred one zero zero mentions on there calling out mike d and saying that listen that that until kirk gets his own show we are deleting the radio.com app we are going to itunes or any app store google play store and we were giving a one-star review for radio.com and we are clearly saying guess what we are not supporting this app. We are deleting this app. We're giving it one-star review until Kirk Menahan gets his own show, until he's at, Until you guys do right by him and honor his contract. And you know what else you guys can do? Once you once you write your iTunes review, the developers are responding and they're responding with an email. I think it's support at radio.com. Very candy email, but I emailed it today with the reference number for my review uh, and you can send that email and then somebody apparently will at some point in time get back to you. So you can do that. The trick here is just to continue to let your voice be heard because at the end of the day they hear you they listen Let mike
0: d know that if he wants to be the third most influential person be stuck behind neil young and steve from providence he'll do the right thing correct
1: so do the right thing the ball's in your court um but that's really all i have to say about this issue is that there that there's something rotten going on here and we need to continue to put the pressure on these pukes uh until until this is made right right Yeah, that's about all I got. I just wanted to do something short today. Yep. That works. So uh, we will be coming at you guys later on uh, in the week um, with another surprise episode and a surprise guest. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Anything that you want to tease uh, there, DEC? I have nothing to tease. I'm just looking forward to this surprise. This surprise. This will be good. This is not the surprise you think. Guys, this is not the one Kirk Seamus Menahan. It's it's but it's it's somebody else. Um somebody who, who has made a a, a, a pretty big uh, impact in in radio and in uh, in probably all the couches that he owns. Um so we'll uh you know Ellie okay. <laughs> Yes, Ellie Schnitt. God. According to Schnitt. if we if we go to Barstool with it's Kirk, we psychopath. can't I, I, I my one stipulation is I can't I can't work with her. Well maybe I could. That'd be kind of fun she can't speak that's that's it but anyway all right let's get out of here all right bye bye